This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Which I think is for a lot of people what the, the mark signal. the mark of fall yeah. is, and I'm like, when did we let this happen? Where yeah. it's just like the the seasons are marked by like <laughs> beverages. My like, dad got banned from a Kmart because he got <gasps> so, <laughs> so angry. Sorry. Oh my! God. <laughs> Wait, Kmart still exists? First of all, Kmart still exists. Wait. Secondly, your dad got banned banned, banned. His for face. life. Wow, for life <laughs> from a Kmart because he got so enraged about um christmas decorations being out um before uh before halloween if that isn't if that isn't the oldest man thing though to get like that enraged about like you can go i'm not happy about it look i'm not banned from i'm not thrilled about it but i'm not gonna start yelling you know what i mean like it it imprinted on me like because you know like a i'm low-key down for drama playing consequences all the time (laughs) like there was parking lot drama oh, at the was, Ralphs mm-hmm. today. And, and both I, I Keegan and I were like, stick around and see how that panned out. Like, Popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> we had to get here to record, but otherwise I would have been like, what's going to happen here? Yeah. Are, is somebody going to start throwing hands? I love, I love me some drama. I love yeah. watching drama, mm-hmm. but being involved in it. Or like when it's your parent or grandparent ooh, and you're a oh, kid, no, nope, it's nope. so awkward. Ooh, you mm-hmm. want to crawl out of your skin. It's literally the worst. My grandpa started arguing with McDonald's employee once and I was like, like, no, oh. I do, all I want to do is leave. This poor person <laughs> makes minimum wage. Like, could you not? Never, oh, never, never, never argue with a fast food worker. It's no. not their like, fault. It's no. not their fault. Look, man, they barely want to be there as is. Yeah. Right? Come on. I sure. I have to remind myself. I, I can get kind of bad sometimes with some customer service reps. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. like legitimately this is. Yeah. they're not making the big decisions, right. you know? Ab- absolutely. However, yeah. I will say as someone who worked in customer support, um, because I worked in customer support, I am gentle, but firm. Like, cause yes. I'm just like, I also know how this works and I know right. when I'm being fucking like played. Right. Like I know when you're sending me like nothing but prepared responses and you're throwing everything at me because right. you don't know what's what to do. You're like, and I'm, I'll even, I'm I'll so even sorry. I came to play today. Yeah, actually. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no. You don't, I, I'm sorry. I have and, time. <laughs> and T, you don't understand. I'm calling you out legitimately. Yeah. Yeah. That's an email I got recently where I'm like, you don't understand. I worked customer support in the job that you are doing right mm-hmm. now for mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. I, don't try and play a player. Like, I know exactly what <laughs> you're doing right now. I know now. how this shit works. Okay? I have the rule book. I oh, know please. the entire I was a game. customer support lead. I trained other people <laughs> I trained that. you, motherfucker. Come on. Not today. Not, Not today. today. Uh, the number of times that I've, when things have gone wrong and I've had to call like a customer support line and been like, I am so sorry. Like I, I am just very upset right now. I know this has nothing to do with you. Absolutely, I say that all the time. No, this isn't you. I know this is not. Has nothing to do with you. I don't want you to feel like I'm being disrespectful towards you. I am just very angry at this situation. Situation. Yep. Yes. Yes. I. I do. I I, I do that too. Polite about it. I do that too. And (laughs) I. I will even say I'm like, look. 
I understand that like you guys are probably getting a lot like you have a high volume yep. of stuff coming in right now. I understand that like you're you're navigating this. However, this situation is still happening and I am going to need you to do something about it. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. you so, got to find that yeah. balance. Yeah. Don't be a don't be a dickhead no. to customer support people. Don't no. do that. Like, no. No reason. No but reason. there's not. That's but, a good but be firm. But be firm. Yeah. yeah. That's difficult sometimes for a Midwestern. I'm like either like the nicest person right. or, or like I, I will set your building on fire. Throwing hands <laughs> yeah. for real though. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to flip this building. <laughs> I will find out where you were. Exactly. <laughs> I know where you were. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, this is my worst date. Oh, yeah, it is. oh my God. You're I'm never Christina. I'm what? Keegan. I'm Cassie. That's insanity. That never happens that way. I don't know. I feel very thrown. Wow. Well, speaking of fall, I am so excited about football season. (laughs) I know you are. Shit. Okay, that just (gasps) reminds me. I need to set my keepers because I'm doing my fantasy league uh, tomorrow. And I will get all the shit from my brother if I'm the person this year who forgot to set their keepers. Uh -uh. I don't know anything (laughs) about fantasy football. But I I will tell you, Cassie, because you're going to love this story. I'm excited already. Every night before bed i kind of scroll through youtube and watch a few videos as i'm winding down and Mm -hmm. i don't know how it got mixed up in my feed in youtube but there was a the best damn band in the land clip of them getting ready for the game this sunday and they played the um god i don't know the theme song that's not right so they're doing the the drum line and they're marching out yes. to the field i got goosebumps and then i started crying <gasps> i started crying because it's something <laughs> like when you grew up with that it was yes. just it's, it's, it's there's nostalgia attached I, to it for sure i did and i was like oh my god i cannot wait to tell cassie that i cried about the ohio Dude. state marching band because i don't i don't really watch football yeah but i was like okay maybe yeah. there's something here but i i watched so many games growing up yeah growing up right by you the shoe avoid you it. can't avoid you it you can't avoid it, gets, it it's in your dna you either grow up absolutely hating loathing the idea or you abs- grow up absolutely loving it. And I, I think there's I not I, a lot of I in guess between. I love it. Yeah. And I'm denying I, I I'm feel denying like maybe that there love. Is an in between. Maybe I feel like I am in of, between. Yeah, I feel like is. I'm in between. I grew up soaking in football. Like mm. my family like mm-hmm. loved it like every they everyone, my mom, my dad, all of my brothers, they're so into football. Mm-hmm. And I am I'm indifferent about it. Like I, I will definitely go watch. I'll go yeah. to B Dubs and watch the games yeah. with anybody who wants to go. Like because I think it's a it's, it's, it's a social and it's yeah. social event. It's fun. And I will always participate in like my family's fantasy football league sure. again for the same reasons. It yeah. feels like it's like it's part of that culture. But as far as really caring, getting home uh, every yes, Sunday to yes. watch some right. fucking football. I'm game. definitely Me, I'm a not Saturday football girl. Yeah. But I'm not yeah. a diehard like yeah. must do this thing. I'm, you know. I'm only diehard about college football. Like, there's nothing where I'm like, um, I'm sorry, the game's on. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Except for like Buckeye football, college football. I just, I'm fucking love it. And for me, again, Keegan, you're like, you and I are the opposite. Like, where I literally grew up in a family that didn't give two shits about football. And I'm the one who's like, we should have traded really places. Like, <laughs> you know, right? I really want to watch all the games. And nobody's like, my dad is like, like oh, this well. is the daughter I should have had. Ah. What the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I no. wish, I'll trade you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that just that made me laugh. And then it also made me think I'm like, how am I like the least like matronly person out of this whole group? I am like the proud 
booby or whatever. Yes. Like I always oh, I cry at like like the Beyonce halftime oh, so show. Sweet. I'm like, you're doing so good. I just get Girl, really emotional yeah. when people relate do good to so hard. The, the number of like the number of like so you think you can dance or like <gasps> dancing with the stars things Girl. I've I've watched when where people I'm like do a really good job. <laughs> I get really emotional. And like you know what? It's oh, no, funny I because it. like Amy, our friend Amy and um Anthony, they're both like you're a robot. Like you never like cry when things are like really emotional. But I will cry yep. if I see like a commercial with yep. puppies in it. Like yep. I cry at like that shit. You know, or like, or like, yeah, when I was watching Homecoming and she started singing the Negro National Anthem, I was like, <laughs> yeah, like you tears. cry, you cry yeah. full Legit. tears. Yeah, <laughs> so good. I mean, I and honestly, myself. I think Sarah McLaughlin has like my my body is numb to those commercials yeah. now. Like I, I don't get as like worked up. In fact, I just mute them or change the station because yeah, I'm like, I can't, can't handle yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but it's more like if I see a cute puppy in like a Charmin commercial, then I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> well, like it's not designed to make me feel snuggle like, bear. to make me cry, the but I'm just like, bear. oh, but look at it. For, <laughs> for me, it's, You're yeah, like, it's people, people like overcoming stuff or doing oh, really well. Oh my God. Dude, I can't not. I, the number of times I've opened Facebook and watched a video of like a troop coming, mm-hmm. like a guy coming home. And like, like oh, oh. Yes, those videos. Ball, just oh tears my god! Rolling yes. When it's a surprise I, to a child oh. or to an animal, I'm yes. to anybody, oh. Oh my anybody, god. a guy coming home and his family. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I got goosebumps right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All of that stuff. The funny thing is, and I have a big question for you guys because okay. during the game today, um, where we won, of course, um, <laughs> <laughs> just gonna drop that in. Drop that brag. Um, there were a lot of commercials for SmackDown. And I, speaking of nostalgic, I was getting so nostalgic. Are you talking about wrestling? Wrestling. Because <laughs> they were doing like The Rock. Can you smell? <gasps> oh my God. That was really popular. That no. was really popular at a certain, um, I had to have been 17 years old. Mm-hmm. When I was 17, there was like a summer, like this summer is White Claw. The summer of the White Claw. Summer of when I was 17 was, was wrestling. There, the was, the there Rock, was a period was of time. Yeah. Yes, Triple yeah. H. There was Triple a period H. of time. Yeah, Triple yeah, H. where they did that Road thing. Dog. Yeah. Fuck yes. Oh, oh yes. Shit. yes. Okay, okay. Yes. So was like, here we are. It was super popular for like Ah Summer and then it was not It's so anymore. funny you say that because as a little kid, I grew up on, my babysitter used to watch wrestling and so I just kind of grew up watching. Are you talking about like it. Hulk Hogan I'm talking shit like that and Randy Savage? Ric Flair. I, I'm talking about like old school wrestling. This and is something I can't get behind. I as well <laughs> no. had the summer of wrestling, which was you're absolutely right. Like Triple H, The Rock, fucking yeah. like uh, oh Undertaker, Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin, yeah. oh Mankind. God. Oh my god! I remember this. I remember it vividly. It like I, really, I do remember it because really I was popular yeah, for like I, weirdly for like a summer. I was probably so, eight or nine. I like re- I remember it, and everyone did that thing oh, yeah. with the where they, yeah, where they did the yeah. X over yes. their like crotch. Yes. Yes. Like that was huge. Everyone did the thing <laughs> where they were bring like that back. Um, we'll just walk around. <laughs> we'll just it. walk around. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to do that. That's Keegan, not my favorite. We're doing it's, it. <laughs> it's ha- we're making it happen. I, guys. She's like, I'm uncomfortable. I, oh. I'm going to be walking favorite. around just like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. You guys are next to, to me world. like <laughs> doing it. I'm like, I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. <laughs> she just carries the sign. This is, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not with them. Keegan and I were talking when we were getting our nails done uh, today that this is, this is my favorite thing that I've started saying, which is 
this is not my favorite and yeah. I believe that I got it from Keegan but I've been saying it in my that's real awesome. life yeah, all the time. Where I'm just like that's not my favorite. That's, that's not, not my favorite thing. thing. <laughs> that's not my favorite thing. <laughs> it's kind of a Midwestern bless like your it. heart. Oh I, it, it, yes. it kind of is. I saw the perfect Midwestern meme that I shared on my <laughs> Facebook because I was like that's so true because everyone talks about ope which is a thing that oh, I definitely do. We're totally. Like, oh, oh. I'm going to sneak past you right there. Oh, like oh, you know. Oh, I'm going to squeeze by you. And oh. I absolutely do that oh. and it is totally a Midwestern thing. But I um, ope it all day. But but saying but I saw a meme that was just like we talk about ope being a Midwestern thing, but no one talks about how Midwesterners always say, "Oh no, you're fine." As a response oh. to sorry, Bingo. I say, "Oh all no, you're fine." The like time. literally all every day of my yeah. life, where I'm like, no "Oh worries. no, 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 you're fine." I We're also no say, "I'm sorry." Every day of my life. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like mid and somebody in Drinkerinos was talking about like was there was a Drinkerino thread that was just Midwestern memes and someone in there was like brilliant. I'm starting to to learn that Midwesterners are just Canadians. Yes. <gasps> because so true. Because there were weekend. like Canadians that were like, these are all true for Canada too. Yeah. Like, this weekend I was working in the booth with a girl who's from Canada and we were literally making fun of each other for the number of fucking oops that came out of her yeah, mouth. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Like, yep. It's so funny. It was wild. It's so wow. true. I have a, such a soft spot for the Midwest. Oh, yeah. I know I make, f- we, I've definitely made fun of oh, yeah. right. Midwesterners fun of on this podcast, but like, I love the Midwest. But it's I a lot love of making fun Midwesterners. Of your mom. Yeah. But it's like somebody making fun of your mom. Like, it's like, okay if I make fun of it, but come yeah, but you can, come oh, you can exactly. Back, 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 back. But you know what? Flip this table. <laughs> As someone who I feel like am now, like I feel like I'm like half Midwesterner, half yeah, like Angelino. I feel the same way. If people like come for California, same. I'm oh, like, yeah. Same. Also, no, I can talk shit. Right, I can talk shit. I can talk about about the traffic yes. sucks. Get you the fuck don't out of here. get to do it. <laughs> right, like yeah. no. So. We, whenever we were at Ralph's with all of the like <laughs> the, craziness. the parking lot drama, which mm-hmm. by the way, I feel like I, I should that's explain. Very Midwestern too, to be like, oh shit, yeah, exactly. yeah. Look, What's I don't want to be in it, but we, I definitely want to watch you guys. And we do are going to call the cops. By the way, <laughs> I feel like uh, Midwesterners are yeah. going to call the authorities because, <laughs> yeah. like, if if drama is going down, we become and, Karens. Yes, all we of do. Us. But, yeah, Karen is lodged in our DNA naturally as, oh, yeah. as a Midwesterner. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't call the cops, but I would definitely call other people over to watch. Like, I'd be like, who wants to come watch this if shit got, go down? If they got hype, I would. I would. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. if people start if, really... If a drunk if, driver, I do. If people yeah. start really throwing hands, yeah. if things got bad. But like... I would assume somebody else that, was doing that, it. That is, that is very Midwestern. Yeah. To even contact the authorities like at all. Well, because if, if you, you live in a, if you down. live in a city, like if you live in a big city for long enough, people just kind of are like, nah. well, I don't want to <laughs> yeah, get involved. I kind of in that yeah. world yeah. where I'm like, I kind of assume somebody else is doing it. They don't need 50 calls. Unless someone is in danger. Like yeah. I would only ever do something. If, like I'd only ever call the cops. I feel like if somebody was like, and I was in the only one around. Yeah. Because yeah. I, again, I have this place where I'm like, well, I assume somebody already did well, it. Well, but you shouldn't do that for me because then you end up in the like, the like bystander situation the kitty genovese situation yeah, absolutely yeah. i mean but if i see other people around i mean but, but they'll all assume that somebody else is going to call and then nobody does i'm definitely like i know how i react in that situation now because you the, did it i did it yeah, yeah. not only but you did were i were the, the only co- person around you were the only one no, who there were it. there were other people like down the street or whatever yeah. and i was like witnessing it i, I fucking ran over like i was going to at your home too yeah yeah because chris had called the cops on this lady who was kind of having like a i think a psychotic break in the middle wow. of the street who was like kind of screaming or whatever and was like this was like at our old place so i think it's different when it's a place you live versus like 
maybe a Ralph's parking lot. Maybe. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I will say this though, like that woman, I felt like she was bold. Like, cause what happened was she turned into Ralph's and then she like barely got in and then she turned on her turn signal like she was going to take a parking spot, but there was no, no, one, leaving. no one leaving. And, and so what happened was, cause she was right in the entrance of like in between two yeah. entrances, people were trying to come into the Ralph's both directions. And so she's just blocking that. She's shit. just blocking it. So there were like cars moving back. People were honking people their horns and she's losing. still their damn and she mind. still wasn't moving which to me i would melt right oh into the floor God. if that I happened die immediately if that yeah happens. and like and she wasn't moving and i'm like also here's the thing about here's a tip a hot tip for like angelinos or like californians when it comes to fucking parking oh. people will lose their, their shit minds. like people will their mind cut you yes. over like a parking oh, yeah. spot and so if you are stopping people and people are also busy so like they just want to get in and buy their shit at yep. ralph so if you are holding that process up mm. like the process of like parking and getting in somewhere yeah. we'll cut ooh, you. watch out we ooh. we were talking about that at the ralph's because the line was long and then like okay so it takes maybe like a minute 30 <laughs> to put your debit card in and and then like Do enter the your your shit. It's like and a God minute forbid 30. it was like today where like my finger wouldn't work for like right. the touch screen. I had to use the pen. Like, oh. And I'm like, God, this is taking this all is taking of all- 30 seconds. And I I said, I was just like, you know what? Just I, I want the chip. Just put I the just, chip in my wrist. Let me scan me. it and let me leave. Like, just I'm, like, I'm ready for it. That's how little I can be inconvenienced these days. Oh man. Well, I, I can't handle a minute 30. You're, you're very right. Like honestly, at this point, I, I really, I really, you know, railed against that idea of like, you know, our AI overlords, but I'm, I'm to a point now <laughs> where I'm just like, I'm I think we just got to lean into it. Like yeah. we can't resist it. Mm-hmm. First of all, secondly, it, there's a real possibility that we're all going to be dead in like 50 years. So, mm. I mean, fuck it. If we can be a little bit more, if it can be a little bit more convenient, right. just might as fucking well. Yeah. But so we got to talking about that because we were talking about, um, Elon Musk. We were like, we were looking at all of the like People magazine. Oh yeah, and things. <laughs> Miley we were, and Liam's nasty. Divorce. I know exactly oh, how Jesus. this happened. It happened because we saw a picture, and God bless him. We saw a picture <laughs> of Prince William and Prince Harry side by side. Oh no! And we're like, William, oh, you just, gotta just shave it. Just, like you gotta shave it. it. Lean in, and it's also. Time. How time. we definitely would not have taken that bet. Like I never, when they were younger, would have no. thought that Harry was going to be like the hot one. Yeah, and that's probably low key why Kate hates Megan is because she's <laughs> like, I bet wrong. I bet on the wrong <laughs> prince. Were you a Harry? Yeah, you I won. was not. You, you I did was a win. I was a William. I knew that. We, well, William looks just like his father, and so you knew that. Oh, he was cute sad. when he was younger. Yeah. He was so cute. I didn't think so. I, I never did. thought either oh. of them were really cute. Honestly, Harry's he's cute. But now. you know, I love oh, a fucking ginger. He hot. Oh my god! Oh, and with that now. beard and mm. stuff too, he's sexy. doing. I'm like so sexy. But so you know we I were talking. We were talking about that and like you know his balding situation, which look. It's fine, but I also I'm just oh, I, I want to encourage guy. I want to encourage my men out there that like it's okay just to shave, shave it. it off. Yeah, like, you don't it's have a, to do I'm total turn on for me. Bald. I do love you bald do. guys. It's In a fact, thing. you might flip back around if William just goes ahead and shaves yeah, it off. I might be like, you know what? Actually, I did win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I did win. <laughs> but so we were talking about how like <laughs> there are older pictures of Elon Musk where like he is he's got he's got that halo going on. And so we know for sure, for sure that he's had plugs. Again, fine. Do whatever makes you feel good. You do you, boo. Um, But it got us talking about how for me personally, like I feel like Elon Musk would be like 
the most insufferable person. And mm. I hear people talk about him like they like love him and they mm-hmm. idolize him. And I'm like, I if I had to sit in a room with Elon Musk and have a conversation with him for all of like two minutes. Yeah, he's got a strong ego. Oh, so yeah. much smugness happening yeah. that I'm like, I would absolutely want to murder if See, I had to be I, in a room with him for very long. I kind of feel that way about when we did the scientist. What's his name? Uh, black scientist. Neil, uh, Neil deGrasse. deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he might be insufferable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like both of those guys are going to um actually you. Like, um, yes. so hard. The mansplaining yeah. is strong. I have a really unpopular one. Okay. That I think is unsuffer- insufferable. Bono. Oh, Ooh. no. I mean. Yep. I think Bono would be the worst. Oh, so I think we should fuck. Mansplain. We should fuck Mary Kill our most insufferable like people. We would never. We can never like. So you got Bono, Elon Musk. You're gonna have to fucking marry one of these people. And Neil deGrasse. Yeah, we already did Neil deGrasse. Do you have anyone else who you think is like who, the you, who worst? you would never? Who's the worst for you? Who you're like? If we had to be married. I would literally be on that snapped episode (laughs) in a week. Fuck. I got to think about that. That one's hard. It kind of, it kind of is hard. Yeah. Cause it's this very specific kind of hate for me. Like Bono is like, and it's unpopular because he does so much good for the world. Well, I mean, and I actually, I don't hate old you two. Like old you two. I don't hate that. Like, you know, fucking give me a Sunday, bloody Sunday all day. Right. But like I, I, I see. I know exactly what you're talking People about. Like, a man who thing. won't take his sunglasses off inside. Uh, Correct. No. Yeah. I'm not a man like who refers to himself in third person. Like no. Who's like, you know what? Women just need to calm down and be oh, part of the conversation oh. and stop calling people toxic. Ask, yeah. Ask me to calm. Stop tell me to calm word. down. <laughs> literally one time. I ever. am having a real hard time coming up with this person. Oh. oh. Who's going to be your like hate? I feel like yours would be, I feel like you like, like a strong, like woke guy. So like somebody that would be like the, the typical like nice. Oh, that is a hot take. Billy Ray Cyrus. Or not hot, but why? Insufferable. Because he's famous adjacent. Yeah. Still. So he was super famous. Now he's just famous adjacent. So he's still chasing the fame. Yeah. He is, I think, pretty country. Obviously. Yeah. 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 You know, okay, here's what I'll say about Billy Ray Cyrus. I was stuck in an airport with him on my way to New Mexico. Oh, yeah. We were on the same plane. Oh, that's right. Um, and our flight, nice. our flight was delayed. I didn't talk to him, but I will say he did not act like a diva, which okay, you could have because well. we were stuck for an hour. However, so both sides of this coin. However, there is something a little insufferable about like a man like that who... So I think he's really trying to be a rocker right now. And he had, there was a lot of leather going on and a lot of bracelets, a lot of bracelets. mm, mm, Yeah, he's mm, pretentious. And he was very tan. And like, so that is not my thing. Like, so I I can totally, so he seemed nice enough. I think that you would like like a a narcissistic kind of like primpy kind of guy. Yeah, Yeah, his hair was very like quaffed quaffed and but but quaffed but trying to look like it wasn't do you know mm-hmm. what I mean like it's very long like mm-hmm. he still wants to look like a rock star but I'm mm-hmm. like you still took some time on that for sure yeah, mm-hmm. like an Axl Rose oh, oh you're like oh an Axl Rose is another one I'm like no, you know that you. is insufferable <laughs> insufferable <gasps> a oh ginger with cornrows 
insufferable capital <laughs> capital insufferable oh my god oh no yeah yeah i don't know now i'm kind of torn i, I kind of think i want to stick with billy ray stick with I mean, billy I love ray your daughter, yeah because yeah, yeah. yeah i will say like the the number of bracelets put him out of the the running yeah. for me i was like that's it's too many yeah. on one wrist yeah i'm i'm not a, i'm not a fan of of man jewelry i don't i don't and that's I just me. That's it. not my favorite thing. But it does scream my- insufferable. <laughs> it does. Like, that's not. It, what it screams is I'm trying really hard. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what it screams is I'm trying really hard to be a rock star. And, and like, I'm like, you don't I have like to do this. Casual, a casual dude. I don't want a dude that's spending more time in the bathroom than me. Absolutely. That's just me. No, I, I you do. do. I, do I want you to feel good about yourself. But um, also but- true. These are all just our opinions. You exactly. Guys. Yeah. Listen. Hey, different strokes yeah. for different folks. All right. So. Bono. Billy Bono, Ray. Billy Ray. Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. I know what I'm going to do. Okay. Okay. I am going to actually marry Bono because yeah. I feel like we could go do some UN work mm-hmm. and I'll feel a little better. You'll like a mall. This. Amal Clooney. Yes, it. I will Amal Clooney you. Yes. <laughs> and and I feel like maybe it, it will be all right. Maybe I can get him to a place where he feels comfortable taking his sunglasses off for even just a moment. Do you think he'd be maybe like he's just sting? Super stoned all the time. <laughs> oh, sting. Where he's uh, like tantric. I don't have to go to a job, so I have the next like two and a half days to like tantric you. Mm. I mean, mm, you that's know, too much. That's honestly, I feel like that's too. I also too feel like Sting might be too much for me. I'm like that Sting's too much in on many I levels. I love them together on a spiritual you level, enjoy. on like a a, a a too long for sex level. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, so I'm gonna marry Bono because okay. there's a possibility to do good there. Yeah. I see an opening. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm gonna fuck Billy Ray. Okay, you know. He can achy breaky heart. Like I feel like that was like a that was a line dance. Maybe he's got some moves. I don't know. I'll do that. Um, I'll unpopular do that. opinion. I really fucking hate that uh, Lil Nas song. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I, I, hate it. I, I can't stand it. We I just think got it's so fun. annoying. I think it's fun. <laughs> it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I think it's hilarious, and I love that guy. I think he's hilarious. Lil I think Nas he's I, super funny. I'm excited for his, his fame. His, exactly. I'm excited for his fame. I'm excited that he's actually like breaking barriers in country yeah. music. I just fucking hate that song. I think it's hilarious. Um, But yeah, I'm going to fuck Billy Ray because, you know, why not? When in Rome. We're here. Let's do it. Um, And yeah, I'm going to kill Elon Musk. I just, there is so little about Elon Musk that I find to be appealing. Mm -hmm. I think he has this air about him like he's, another thing that is one of my biggest pet peeves is when people act like they are self-made in some Mm. way. And I'm like, you literally grew up on an emerald farm with just gemstones in your pocket. Literally, he talks about that. He's like, we would run, we would run around with, he's he's South African. He's South African and his parents are crazy rich. And he, he jokes about how they would play with emeralds. Like they would just run around with them, you know, like, and you, you, other you wouldn't have would to deep dive either to find some real problematic. Oh, one hundred, a hundred. You know, but yeah. So I, I just think it's a no from me with Elon Musk. If I had to hold a conversation with him, I would want to kill him. Mm. So, yeah, I don't like the way he talks either. I, I feel like it is just condescending by nature. Like it's not even just because he's so women. smart. He yeah, really he's smart. is. He he's is smart. smart. Yeah, but he's smart. I do. I like. I like a smart guy, but I don't like a smart guy who 
wants to make everyone around him feel stupid. And I feel like he does that not just with women. I feel like he does that with everyone. With everyone. Yeah. Yeah, 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 But he also desperately wants to be cool and desperately wants to be liked. And I'm like, I don't like, I don't like the combination of it makes me feel gross. There's there's like, because I I met somebody last night that there's a, there's a warm smart and a cold smart. Oh, absolutely. Totally. Warm smart. All fucking mm. day. I, you know I got a lady boner for that. Yes. But yeah, it's it's difficult to really um, nail down what the difference is. It's it's just your character, I guess. Yeah. You know, there's some people that are comfortable in their own skin and where their intelligence just is part of their personality, not something that they're using like as a weapon against yeah, you or the something. Vibe, right, the vibe right. I get about Elon Musk is that he was not popular i don't think he was like in on the in crowd at all and so when he got like a little bit of like fame and notoriety and people started liking him he took that and like he's like i only date models now yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know like yeah he's just got a vibe about him that i'm like leo would probably be insufferable too oh yeah we we yeah Yeah. we definitely are all in agreement on that i think i think what i would do would be i would I would marry Billy Ray. Okay. All right. He's been with the same woman for ever. I feel like he's the Guy Fieri of this group. I feel like he's probably <laughs> pretty like chill and um and country and just like okay. I mean, yeah, the bracelets and stuff. I'd be a little bit like, do you have to though? Like, yeah. can you just relax? How much with that? brown leather really needs to be in your yeah. closet? Yeah. But I yeah. feel like he's somebody that would be down with like having a barbecue on the well, weekend. Yeah. He, do you know what I mean? Play cards with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. You guys could be in Nashville and literally like have a ranch and like yeah, yeah kick yeah. it, drink beer. Yeah, drink he beer. would do that. Yeah, exactly. He's not so. pretentious, I don't think. Yeah, well, well I, I don't mean know. a little bit, probably. But yeah, I'm still like, I feel like he's more my my speed of just yeah. I'm like he'd go camping. Oh yeah, Bono and Elon Musk no. would no. go camping. No, no. <laughs> no. they'd go glamping. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm fine with Maybe. that. <laughs> I like both. Um, I would I would fuck Bono because I'm I'm here for like two and a half days I, I i bet you he does no you know what i i don't think that i would enjoy it because i don't like woo-woo sex no either does bono it. do woo-woo sex i don't think so i, I feel think we're like really projecting we're projecting <laughs> we on really him. are we have i'm like no do we have evidence. any evidence <laughs> that zero evidence that he's a woo-woo he sex. just doesn't look like he fucks he I definitely fucks. looks he definitely you know who looks like in that band is the fucking edge. Jesus, the edge, the edge. I'll, I'll marry All Bono to have. Day. Thank you, <laughs> proximity to the edge because I am in fucking love with Speaking him. Speaking again of like a, a bald man who's like who's killing hot. it. Shave, yeah. shave your hot. fucking head. It's so hot. hot. Yeah. I like it. You get me on board if you yeah, do it, I'm here Prince for William. It. I know that will yeah tip that's the scales. I know you're listening. Yeah, he's like. Prince he leaves a review one star. <laughs> Kate, will, Kate will show up at your door. Like, I, I'm sorry, excuse me. She's you like, want to say that? I heard my face. what you said. What's that hands quote that you had? I hope <laughs> you like, know sign language because all you're about to see is these hands. Yeah, coming for you, bitch. Oh, but yeah, and then yeah, I'm gonna have to kill Elon Musk too. There's something really Look, like mean about him. Yeah. The other two, he could have I bodies in his basement. Yeah, I, I believe it. I don't. I don't see anything mean about Bono or Billy sure. Ray. Right. And I, there's like a meanness. Yeah. yeah if about I, if Elon I found out that, that Elon like. Musk was one of those rich people that pays to hunt other human beings, I'd be I like, I, be I believe no, that. Not yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I believe that. that he could be. I get that vibe. Not surprised. Oof. This is really tough for me. And uh, I think I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Okay. 
I am going to marry Bono. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Um, I don't see him as, as insufferable as everybody else. Also, the proximity to the edge. Yeah. Um, I see a three-way there that I'd be happy with. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're all good factors. Also, I think they'd be dumb. I yeah. think they would do it. Yeah, I they think they've probably, probably done probably. it before. I think probably. they probably yeah. have. And uh, I'm not going to say no. So. <laughs> um, uh, but I'm going to marry Bono. I, I agree, Keegan. I think that he's the closest to the nicest of them. And I appreciate intelligence. So I could not marry Billy Ray because I don't want to say he's dumb. And it might be just the the thing the I persona. pick up from him yeah. that... I I need to have someone intelligent to be around me. Right. And I don't so, I don't mean this in a mean or negative way, yeah. but I do feel like he is simple. Yeah. Which is like 100%. what what is appealing to Christina about it is like he's easy. He's a simple guy. Yeah, he's, he's like easy, sim- he's like simple. I don't mean simple like no, not stupid. stupid. Just like I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to kill Billy Ray. Um just cuz he is the type of insufferable that I can't deal with. <laughs> And I am the only person here not killing Elon Musk because you know what, guys? I, if we're just fucking, I'm down to clown for a day. And I just want to see. He's got, he is the guy that has got loads of accessories. Do you know what I mean? Yes. yes. He's not just fucking you. He like opens a drawer and he's like got like these crazy sex toys. He's he's probably engineered them. Yeah. Yeah. He's engineered his own, but only for private use. He will never mass market these. He's like, I'm building a rocket to space. And this one will also take you to space. (laughs) (laughs) They're all Tesla insignia. Yes. (laughs) You you do make a good point there. uh, Amen. Mm -hmm. So I would like to spend one night that I will not share with anyone. Right. I am going to, well, because I probably signed an NDA. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and honestly, why don't you just, not that I would tell anybody. You should just pull a Leo, put your AirPods in while you're having (laughs) vape in you. Then you don't have to listen to him talk down to you while it happens and you can just enjoy the rest of the, the rest of the ride. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he has to have something. Grimes was with him for a while and she's hot. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm calling toys. I, I, I guarantee you. I also feel like he's the kind of guy who would put a, a sleep mask over my eyes. And there we go. We got all that happening. We got mm-hmm. a lot happening. Yep. You're, yeah. You're probably right about and that. And so. All I'm, right. I'm I like it. I'm going to try it out. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to try it out. We have three different answers, which yeah. is amazing. That's like awesome. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So on that note, on the note of insufferable guys that we might want to sleep with or not, um, we have this some is new not the same note at all. Patrons, I know. Look, it was not a good we segue. Uh, note. It, it wasn't a, a good uh, lead-in at all no. to that. On the completely but, opposite note. Yeah. Uh, we have some new patrons. Yes, so we have yes. three new patrons. It's actually been like two weeks since we recorded, which is like crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. we never go that long. Um, but we did this time. I missed so, you guys so much. I missed you guys. Oh. Uh, so we did accumulate some patrons to talk about. We have Shelby. Thank you so much for hey, becoming Shelby. our patron, Shelby. And we have Donna, and we have Gabrielle. And Gabrielle, I knew from high school. <gasps> Yes. So, so thank you guys so much. We're so excited to have you in our patron family. Also, we wanted to give just like a little bit, a little mini shout out to a couple of patrons that we have who um, have changed their pledges. Yeah. Which is, which we is really like appreciate cool. that. It just makes me feel like I'm PBS. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much have to- for sponsoring us. Oh my Put God. Put on your NPR voice and start talking like this. We um, really appreciate all of your 
support. But we will be getting uh, to you guys. We will be getting your pins and stickers out to you very soon. Uh, Thank you so much. And if you want to become a patron, you can find links to our Patreon on our website, myworstdatepodcast.com. Perfect. So now we will take five and come back with stories. And we're we're back. back. I will absolutely (laughs) punch you in the throat, Cassie. (laughs) I would never. I would never actually punch you in the throat. But... I think about it. I ride the line. I ride the line. You're you're really pushing me. You're like, you're like my mom. Suppressed rage. (laughs) I'm not mad. I'm I'm just disappointed. Oh, wow. I feel shamed. I feel like we need to leave now. (laughs) All right. Start us off because you got the crazy in love. I do have a crazy in love this week. And my crazy in love is. It's intense. Oh, I like intense. So. I am reading one from my inbox that's called titled Warm Fuzzy Story <laughs> oh, to balance okay. out my life right now. Excellent. Oh, yay. Okay. 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 You're like, I've been okay. inundated with just scary shit for the last like. It's, yeah. Okay. We'll start with Warm Fuzzy Story. Okay. Um, she said, let's keep this discreet, ladies. I have coworkers that listen to your show and they are active on your Facebook page. Okay. Please change names if you happen to read this on air. Oh, okay. It's circa 2004. I'm in my early 20s, going to school and slinging weed as a side hustle. Girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Relatable. Yeah. Um, I have a really hard time believing you slung weed. I didn't, but oh, I knew I a lot of people like, who did. I was like, wait, <laughs> I absolutely never slung anything like, in my life. Like, no, 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 no. I was uh, not black marketing anything. I had a time out there because I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Rewind. Oh, my no, God. No, 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 no. I did not. But I She's I like, knew... I did at that Bible school, bitch. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What? What? Um, no, I didn't. Tammy's but I, I knew a lot of people who did. And that is a very, like, yes. early 20s or oh. slash 2004 situation. Oh, it's, yes. Like, yes. it's fucking pot, man. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. No, yeah. Slinging pot is kind I of an interesting like, that thing. was so unpredictable out of your mouth. I was like, wait, 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 what? Right, I, anyway. I'm just saying I knew her. Yeah. <laughs> I, you're like, I know you. Girl, I knew you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had also recently broken up with my boyfriend of four years. My girl calls me up and tells me this guy needs a bag. Since he's a natural or, or a mutual acquaintance, I tell her to give him my number. Shortly thereafter, he texts me and I head over to his place and we smoke, chill and talk. See, that's the problem. And this is why weed needs to be legal. You ain't got to smoke out with your dealer. <laughs> exactly. You just go in, you buy that shit, you leave. You Postmates it. That's damn right. Exactly. Yeah. First of all, I, mean, I have anxiety and I do not want you. to sit with you. The yeah. reason I'm smoking this weed is because yes. I'm pretty uh, certain everyone's going to kill me. The last thing I want to do is sit with a stranger in their home. And and have to come up with conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't. I don't want to do that. Well, it's also unsafe to do like as a female. Like honestly, true. like true. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm interested in where she lives. Yeah. Um. Okay. So at any rate, she says this goes on for a while, and we start to become friends. He is also just out of a three to four year relationship since uh, since she took off and took their kids. He's looking for a roommate to help him help with rent and to help fill the void in his apartment. Some friends of mine need a new place, so it works out for everyone. Anyway, because of all of this, we start spending a ton of time together. And since his place becomes the party central, uh, it gets real sexy real quick. Oh, my. Early 20s, like, fuck pad. Yeah. Yeah. We all had that friend where it's like, 
that yes. had the spot it that was everybody that went to to party mm-hmm. yes. and yep. so many people fucked at talking yes. to you jason oh my god oh my god <laughs> i suppressed i suppressed those memories <laughs> of that time in my life yeah it's, it was gabe's spot oh i believe it yeah gabe yeah. and chris yeah uh, i believe that shit all day all day <laughs> it's the party spot yeah i had the blue couch <laughs> oh god so much semen the on that couch oh god. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay this goes on for a few minutes at christmas i give him a misfits poster because we're friends with benefits and that's what you get at fwb mm-hmm. yep a few more weeks go uh, or a form a few more weeks or a month goes by and we just kind of grow apart it wasn't really meant to be since we both were fresh out of relationships and my mom was um sh- she was hella sick had breast cancer, and I had school, work, etc. So cut to early 2009. A lot has happened. My mom had passed away. Oh, so sad. Mm, I finally so graduated, moved out of the city, Chicago, and become. Um, and because of the recession, I'm forced to move back home. I am now back in the burbs. That's looking relatable for, fun. for sure. You know, for a lot everybody. of people. Like, yeah, that yeah. recession was tough. Yeah. So I hit up Craigslist. Craigslist. It's 2009 and there was no Tinder. So I'm searching M4W section and lo and fucking behold, guess who it is? I email his ass and ask him if he wants to hang out. I'm sorry. This is the most like mid to (gasps) 2000 story I have ever ever. heard in my life. It's like Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. You've got mail. You've got motherfucking mail. Oh my God. I email his ass and ask if he wants to hang out. So we hang out and some weeks into our seeing each other, uh, pretty regularly he divulges to me on his birthday shortly before we reunited he was sitting in his room alone thinking of all the girls he had ever dated he said he thought of me because he legit looked up and that misfits poster was on his wall Aww. and in that moment he wished he hadn't lost touch he swears up and down that this is true i am inclined to believe him here we are 10 years to 10 years this year (gasps) and we now have two beautiful kiddos oh my god that is so fucking cute i hope that heartwarming story balances out the shit i'm gonna share next (laughs) i mean and also like you found love on craigslist (laughs) yeah like good for you i mean but you reconnected on craigslist like that shit like yeah you are one in a million yeah one in a million should have paid for that wedding million million yeah yeah yeah. and used it for advertising because that happened to literally no No one one else just that person yeah Yeah. exactly um okay uh i'll go next you want me to go next cool when I was 18, 19, I met a friend of a friend, and although I thought he was weird, I got to know him through all of us hanging out together, and he seemed harmless enough. Okay. We've all uh, been there. Yeah. Where yeah. you're like, your barrier to entry like, gets harder and harder the older that you get. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? When you're 18, 19, you don't fucking meet and hang out with anybody. Anybody. Right. Anybody. Yes. You've got all the time in the world. Yeah. Yes. And as the years tick by, I'm like, you gotta be a pretty fucking special yeah. for me to like, I, I know I hung A plus out. human. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of people on like the like periphery of my friend group when I was like 19 who, you know, there was like the inner people who we all were comfortable with each other and knew mm-hmm. each other. But there was like a few dudes who were like on the periphery who I was like, you guys are weird, but not weird enough that I don't feel <laughs> like okay with hanging out with you for a weekend you right. know what i mean around yeah, other yeah. people yeah yeah <laughs> um so do, 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 do we talked back and forth half-heartedly on my part and he asked if i wanted to hang out 
I meet him in town and uh, I meet him in town at the agreed time and location and he is super grumpy. I have no idea why. He doesn't really say much, just walks into the nearest restaurant and asks for a table for two. As soon as we sit down in the restaurant, he slumps in his chair, gets out his phone and stares intently at the screen for the entire meal. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Occasionally muttering something about updates, but other than that, not talking to me and completely ignoring my existence. Ugh. Even when I try to make small talk with him. I thought about getting you up. You've done this alone it's by yourself. Fucking, yes. why, yeah, why? Why? Why am I here? Um, I thought about getting up and leaving, but damn it, I was hungry and he was buying. So oh, shrug. <laughs> but you know what? That's the thing, too. I'm like, OK, so you're paying for someone else to come eat. You're paying for someone else to come eat. Right. And ignore them. Like, that's that's what you're going to do. What's okay. the point? Why? Yeah, I, I don't get it. We finish the meal. He pays, never looking up at me or talking. He didn't talk to you for the entire meal. Wow. Like, I'm so uncomfortable by that. So like, weird. are you going to wear my skin? Are you going to kill me and wear my skin? Um, Be careful. Those are the vibes I get yeah. <laughs> from that. We leave the restaurant, and as his bus stop was on my way home, I ended up walking him there. He began some hostile conversation, and I can't remember how it came up, but I said that my parents were out of town for a couple of days. Girl, danger, what? danger, Did, danger. Yeah. No. Red no, flag, no. don't do it. Mm-mm. Don't give the killer an opportunity. <laughs> he, his reply, so why am I buying your lunch when I could be fucking you <gasps> on your desk? I, <gasps> not. Sorry. Excuse me, sir? Yikes on many bikes. No so many rope. bikes. Yeah. Oh um, my God. Wow. I said nothing and immediately walked away, leaving him at the bus stop. Needless to say, I never spoke to him again. For context, I never had sex or had even gone on a date before, nor (gasps) had I ever flirted with this dude to make him think I was interested in being more than friends. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah, the headline of it was like that it... She thought it was like a friend, a friendly, like going out for lunch. Yeah. And like and it ended up being her first date. It ended oh. up being her first he date. didn't speak with her. Didn't speak with her. And, and then, then said he wanted to fuck her on her desk. Yeah. I don't like that. Gross. Gross. Gross in every way. It's so fucking disgusting. Uh, oh, man. We got this one Humans. from our email. The worst. The subject <laughs> is called damp toilet paper amazing oh i'm gonna love this i I can feel it already i feel like this might be for keegan first of all damp 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 most people don't like moist i'm also i'm gonna i'm gonna go Uh, and loop in damp damp is i mean it evokes the same damp is damp and moist it evokes the same feeling yeah both are not both no bueno be dry either just be dry (laughs) just be dry (laughs) just be dry (laughs) i don't ask for a lot like (laughs) just be dry (laughs) please god (laughs) we should do that with a nike symbol just just be dry just Just be be dry. dry message i still can't believe that this happened I'm sorry. I'm going to really struggle to keep it together through this email. I, I just, I'm like, this feels so much like <laughs> one you should be reading. You love this shit. I do. This is so fucking weird. And it just makes me laugh hysterically. I met this guy called John through some mutual friends. Now, the first red flag was when one of my friends said his family was a little eccentric, mm. but I obviously wasn't thinking about his family. I figured he'd have some funny stories if that was the case, which he did. 
You know, you're like you're going on a first date. Yeah. You're like, yeah. So you got a weird family. We all got weird cool, families. Cool, cool. Who the fuck yeah. cares? You know. True. Yeah. I don't want anybody judging me based on the weirdest members of my family. Like, <laughs> Same, please no. Please yeah. no. <laughs> please, please don't. Um. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I just got chills. But also, I feel like if your family is eccentric enough for someone to warn you about it, like yeah. my, I've got eccentric members in my family, but I don't think you don't. If think I was like being set up, would warn on a date that. They would ever warn anyone. We got along really well and became friendly pretty quickly. I found that his family weren't that bad. They had a lot of money because he said his parents were very money conscious. And oh, sometimes so they're rich eccentric. That's a that's completely extra. different. They're like Grey Gardens eccentric. Like, oh, that's different. Yes. Like, okay. I'm here for that. Yeah, I'm kind of here for that. Oh, my God. Fingers crossed. This is a Grey Garden <laughs> story. Oh, my God. You guys are not ready for this. Oh, God. I'm so nervous. <laughs> He said his parents were very money conscious and sometimes went to extreme measures <gasps> to avoid wasting money. Oh, they're going to use rags in the bathroom, aren't they? Oh, I didn't really question this, but I wish I had. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't. I'm like crying right oh, now. Guys. So one afternoon, he no. was driving me home when he informed me that he had to pop into his mom's house before taking me back. I said, that was fine. But I would not just stay in the car because I was not about to meet his mom. Too bad for me. By the time we got there, I was desperate for the toilet. Oh, no. So I went to the front door with him. And when his mom opened it, <laughs> I immediately asked if it was all right to use her bathroom. Oh, no. She stood and stared at me with a strange mm-hmm. look on her face that I can only describe as irritation for what felt like 20 years before she finally points behind her and tells me where to go. Oh, my God. I'm so, I'm so scared. Now. I open the door and I stop in my tracks. (gasps) The smell that penetrated my nostrils was so inhumane. I almost forgot. I was about to pee myself. Oh no. The entire bathroom absolutely stank of something fishy and stale. (laughs) To describe it as fishy is the worst way you could possibly. I hold my breath and sit down to do my business, trying to breathe into my top when I notice that the radiator has a row of tiny wet squares along it. I'm confused, and as I search for a loo roll to wipe myself, I can't find one. But luckily, I brought my bag in with me, and I had some pads in there, so I had no choice but to use one of those. (laughs) And I would. And, and I, I, would. I would too. But and I have, would. have you guys ever gone to a bathroom like or like like the Venice bathroom? I'm like this when you go to Venice and you use those bathrooms where you're like, can I hold my breath for the entire oh, time? It yes. takes me. Yes. Can I just drip yes. dry? Yeah, I'm shaking it off. I'm shaking and I'm getting it. the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Pee in, oh. the, pee in the ocean. Oh. Honestly, Amen. just do it. Oh God. <sighs> when I, I mean, ex- it's a big litter box anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, right? When I exit the bathroom, John says he's ready to get going and I'm eager to leave too. Okay, you're like, and same. quiz him about what was in the bathroom. Oh no. Oh no. In Poor the John, because listen, I've got members, like, oh, no. I've got family members where I'm like, please don't. Like, I don't want to have this conversation. Wanna. Poor John. Because you know well, he doesn't want to have that conversation want. either. No. In the car, I bring it up and he smiles ahead at the road. He then tells me in mm. such a calm voice Mm-mm. as if he's telling me about the weather. No. Okay, never mind. he grew up with this. His mom reuses toilet paper after it's been used. I knew it. God damn it. As in it. she wipes herself, nope. doesn't dispose of it, puts it on the radiator to dry, and uses it on herself again. That's how you get an infection. <laughs> 
Don't me. do that. That's so many things. I can't, you, there can't is even, so can't much. Be real. There is so cannot. much bacteria. I just Ugh. feel like okay. Here's Ugh. the thing. I just smell Does this bathroom like, right now. Literally Ugh. have a it's constant like a nursing home. This, constant UTI. Ugh. This isn't better. This isn't better. But I thought it was gonna be the kind of thing. Like, have you ever watched? There was a show that ran on TLC where they for a while. Split the toilet paper where it was no, where it was extremely frugal. There were probably people penny, who did that. Like, yeah, penny where they pinchers. used they used yeah, it was penny pinchers where they used rags. And so they would use they would use the rag and then they would wash the rag, which is bad enough. Like, I remember watching it and I was just like, oh, man, it's the same feeling. I feel like whenever you have like um, cloth diapers, I know it's okay, but I'm also and it's good for the environment and like all that shit. I get it. Um, But I'm like, also, I'm in a bathroom where there's just shit rags. Yeah. around you know which i'm like oh, i don't know about that but that is still better than like reusing Reuse toilet, toilet paper, paper. because mm-hmm. at least you have a clean rag right like you're using a new rag every time so it's like clean yeah listen splitting two ply into a one play i understand it you know rewashing uh, i just this is or just like reusing used twi- like so how you much have money are you saving that? because you have to wash that you have to pay the water bill yeah. Do you know what I mean? So Same. if you're penny pitching, well, you're maybe being that's, really stupid. Maybe that's or or maybe they wash by hand. I don't know. Oh. Or or maybe that's why she reuses toilet paper. Maybe she's worked the math out and it's cheaper no. No. to reuse toilet paper no. than it is to use a rag. No. I don't know. Oh, I hate. Oh, <laughs> but, I hate like, because there's stuff on the toilet oh. paper and then you're rewiping. Like yep. yeah, it's UTI city. Yeah, I it really is. You are all. constantly on antibiotics. Just, well, I, mean, I just yeah ugh. I'm like god there's got to be a lot of ways you can be frugal that seems like not the one right absolutely. you know what I mean that's not the one she goes I can't believe my ears I don't know whether to scream cry or laugh before I have the chance to say anything he tells me don't worry she only dries it out when it's liquids oh. as if that somehow made it, it better it's not. <laughs> no no it isn't no no he then told me no it was a great way to save money and that we should try it no needless to say i hopped out of that car and never spoke to him or his piss dripping mother ever Uh, again i'd be like you know what you know what if you could just i'm just gonna tuck and roll actually like i'll just it's fine (laughs) fall right out of this car (laughs) it's just like uh, and goodbye. <laughs> oh, oh my no. god! No, look, it's I'm all being frugal, but that's not it. That it's, ain't it. It's Ugh. really awkward enough to meet parents or family yeah. of somebody that you're just recently dating, but like, and I gave this man the benefit of the doubt, thinking he was going to be embarrassed. Nope, no, oh, and sure that, wasn't. That would have that would have saved it. Be like, you know what? I'm so sorry. This is what my we all have weird family. We like that's do. okay. Like that's okay. But that that wow. being down with it, that is not okay. Absolutely. Absolutely not. Yeah. There's, there's now two rules. I thought it was just one rule to wiping. You know what I mean? Yeah, front and now to back. Yeah, exactly. Now there's two. Don't reuse the toilet paper. Yeah, yeah maybe oh. use something something clean. Yeah. Just something. something clean. That's like honestly, that's where our bar is at. We're just like, is it has it is Don't. it clean? And be dry. And be dry. Be dry. I would rather drip dry. Honestly, yeah. would rather drip dry. Yeah, and the smell in that bathroom. Oh my god, it smells like a fucking nursing home right on, a, on a heater. Uh-oh. So Ugh. you've got hot, hot piss, hot, <laughs> hot, hot piss, hot piss, and and like also the the vague smell of like burning paper. 
I am going to gag. This is the fucking grossest thing we've oh my ever God. discussed. I don't know. The foot really? in the mouth yes. was pretty bad. Really? When we had yes. this story where she like chewed on her own toenails, that was pretty gross. This is gross. Ooh, At least it was warm. her toenails. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, that's amazing. I is that it. what she offers to her guests? Well, clearly oh, she didn't want to. She she judged. She's like, I oh, guess. that's right. That's you right. want to go in there. Yeah, that's what like, she said. Every man for himself. Like, Good luck. <laughs> Wow. Oh, I hate all this. And you're going to hate all of this. Oh, yeah. Hate it? Yeah. I don't don't know if I should be excited or like terrified. I don't know where to. I don't know. It's not pretty. Okay. Take it this way. Okay. So today for Crazy in Love, I'm going to share the story of Catherine Knight. (gasps) Oh, God. Oh, no. Hey, by the way, guys, trigger warning, because this has involves child abuse, child neglect, child sexual harm. And it literally well involves like everything, everything, e- every, anything yeah. that can trigger you. The partner Catherine violence. Knight, yeah. Yes, there's partner Catherine violence. Knight. There's animal violence. There's yep. everything. There's everything. So, yeah, proceed with caution. OK. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is fucking gross. <laughs> yay and I, yes it is gross oh, it's and so it's gross. terrible but it's she is interesting it's it so is interesting be interesting Ooh, all right take all right. me on this journey okay. so I'm ready. this is a little wild wild ride guys oh, oh my so this takes place oh so what i um couple things couple of sources um i used was um this australian show called beyond the dark lands um one of the people that was on there was peter lalore who literally wrote the book on this crime which is called bloodstain um which was very interesting and so some of the other sources i used um after seeing that were wikipedia of course funny enough though um as i was going through some of the wikipedia stuff i was finding some things that didn't match up or line up with some of the things that the family members and the interviews that i saw said so i'm gonna go by what i feel like is what i would call the horse's mouth Mm -hmm. so go for it um i want to say also like case file because it's a case file is an australian that is where most of the information on wikipedia came from oh really it doesn't necessarily line up with what was on um, and I saw that it was credited on there because I almost listened to the case file and I was like, this isn't, this isn't what the they people They usually said. do a really thorough job on That's case so file. too. Yeah. And it was literally, literally like little minor things that only I will probably care about. But I was like, for me, I kind of felt like I would rather go by sure. the people who were there yeah. that were interviewed, what they said themselves and the pe- person who literally, again, wrote the book on the subject. Yeah, let's do it. So, do it. All right. Um, a little bit about Catherine Knight. She was born in October 1955 um, in Tenterfield, North, New South Wales. She was the daughter of Barbara and Ken Knight. Um, she was the younger of a twin girl set. So um, Barbara, her mother, had actually been married prior to that to another man who she had had, I believe, four children with. She, um, Ken, who she ended up marrying, was actually a co-worker of her husband's at the time and they had had a fa- an affair scandalous yeah and i and, not a good start <laughs> yeah so that's how that relationship started mm-hmm. um there's a lot of information that i'd heard and seen talked about that said that um their relationship barbara and ken's relationship anyway was very very volatile like extremely volatile um very abusive abusive toward each other but to the point where Ken was so demanding at sex that he would demand sex at least sometimes 10 times a day. Like he was, <gasps> and okay. forcefully. Oh, time out. Time wow. the fuck out. Okay. Who, one, I have questions. One, 
who has the time? Right. Yeah. Ten times. We all have jobs. You got kids. You got and shit kids. to do. Like, and how do you have time? And two, why? Fuck, I barely got time for one a day. Ow. Right, now. Ten. How many yeah. hours a day are you even awake? And honestly, then, it's yeah. like, so you're doing it like every other hour <laughs> and really and apparently barbara was very open about this with her children and her children oh, would don't see, like that her children no. would see this too like him forcing himself on her he and she would be like and and apparently in one of the conversations that uh, kathy had had with barbara she i guess there was somebody who was trying to have sexual like sexual advances on her and she's like i don't want to do this and her mom was just basically like well suck it up <gasps> like so oh, these no. are the messages that you are getting from a young age. A very that, like, young age, yes. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Nope, nope, no. Nope. She also um, claims that, Catherine claims that when she was in this this early abusive home, basically this is her mentorship, two people who are beating each other to death, right. practically. She also said, claims that she was sexually assaulted by multiple members of her family, not including her father. Her father was not one of those people. I'm shocked not by that. Not that that fucking matters at I'm this point. I'm honestly shocked so, by that. I know. Because he seems like a sex the addict one. to the point where it's like, if he's Aggressive. not getting it yeah. from where he needs to get it from, he's going to try and get it from other people. Kind of, kind of wonder then if he if he was and then there wasn't something kind of twisted because I've sure. seen examples of that where they're like yeah it was like all these people but it, it wasn't it wasn't this it wasn't, this it wasn't the one person like, who you think it, would it, be doing it, it absolutely yeah was that, that person, yeah. that person. Yeah. or the, like that twisted need to protect that person yeah yeah, yeah. and maybe yeah. that could be part yeah. of it and who knows I don't want to listen they and cast the, aspersions on this yeah. piece of shit they do yeah. say it's like claims right because but they do say that family members, multiple family members, do also corroborate this story. And uh, many of her psychologists think that she is not lying about this. So. Well, yeah. And there's so much like fucking unfathomable shit going on in front of the eyes of this whole family. So right. it's not difficult to imagine that. Right. If that's you your know. normal, like if yeah. that's like your baseline for what is like normal in your family, I can't imagine that there's a whole lot that you would see that would make you be like, oh, I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, you just be like, oh, that's this is how we operate. Right? Yeah. This you is know? normal. This is what <laughs> this love is. is. This yeah. is fine. This is fine. Um, so her. Fa- I'm sorry. Um, so her family is living in um, Aberdeen, country north, New South Wales in Australia. And she is. um going to school and she's described in school as kind of being a loner um, and a bit of a bully. And uh, on many on the show, they were talking about stories of her abuse, even against her own twin sister. Like she's like that where they would aggressively fight with each other. She'd get in fights with, you know, boys on the schoolyard. And she specifically, it seems as though went after boys like she would fight boys like she didn't seem to fight other girls but would aggressively fight with boys um even a teacher as well so there was a lot of these like kind of wild outbursts that she would have but um she was known to kind of have again these wild jolts but of course as well she these jolts between kind of like this major aggressive behavior to kind of a mild model student which I find very funny that anyone would use the words mild or model student when she left school at 15, unable to read or write. So what? Yeah. So I don't know what kind of model student is capable of. What kind of fucking school is that? Like where you can get to 15 where you can't, where you can't read or write. Never learned to read or write. Whoa. Very basic, basic level. Could barely even write her own name. 
sad. So far, this sounds like a person who has really failed on every like every every count. level. Yeah, and like every single adult. And you will yeah, see that you. she has failed. Yeah. She has been failed by m- not only just. Multiple systems here have have absolutely yeah. failed her. Her parents. Oh, her yeah, school, I mean, listen, her... I know what's coming, and literally nothing ever, ever could like justify oh, what no. she does. But Never. like, but yeah, so far in this story, I'm like, okay, everyone has failed you in your life, right? And you've had, had no, no positive role models, of, right? Yeah, no real good course of action here. So, um, very soon, um, so she drops out of school at 15 and this is kind of apparently not very uncommon in this area and in where she grew up like this is like a uh the community is very farming there's a lot of like agriculture things like that and her family has grown up in this business of of working um at the abattoir which is basically a slaughterhouse and this is something that she has dreamt of doing her whole entire life okay and dreamt of working at a slaughterhouse literally well, I, quote I unquote if, her dream job i think if i remember correctly like because i also watched the born to kill on this like yeah mm-hmm. this is how this town where she was from like made their their economy yeah. was based on this so it's kind of like when you go to like west virginia and people are like all my life i wanted to get in the mines yeah because it's sure. like your, your you parents money, and your and parents parents and like that's how th- everything runs you know yeah sure Ugh. Well, she, before she, um, so she got out of school. She started actually working as a clothes cutter before she, she landed her dream job. She had tried out to get into, uh, to this abattoir for quite a while and wasn't able to get it. But then she finally does get her dream job at the local, uh, abattoir. I'm just going to keep calling it the, a slaughterhouse because that just is what it is. Yeah. Um, she, um, moved, moving into one of her favorite, uh, favorite roles, which is, um, as they called it on the, the, uh, show I watch, a boner. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, <laughs> I love <I'm> you. <laughs> um, where she was giving a prize set of butcher knives. So Ugh. these are a, pr- like, literal prize set of knives. She yeah. carries them around. This is her prize possession. She would, to even the point, hang them above her bed at night. Because that she wanted them around her. At Imagine all times. if you came home and it was a one night stand, oh, and like you woke up in the morning, you're like a little drunk when you got there. You don't really remember what happened, and you wake up in the morning and there's knives. Well, they I explained like how she d- decorated her house at one point, having like you know, like heads of like animals on the wall and like fucking like crazy. Sh- so and they many showed red it. flags all over. They the showed place. a video of it on the show I watched, and it is bananas yeah why well, it is i yeah i've seen that too and it's just like there's like shit hanging from the ceiling dude see something say something honestly <laughs> right. like that's what it made me think i'm like if i walked into a house and saw that i'd be like i need to call like the tsa or, TSA. or something, <laughs> something. <laughs> I know. What I need to call. I, I airport, security. Airport security. <laughs> I see something, and I'm saying something. Those people this make like twelve dollars right. an hour. Don't call TSA, but maybe TSA. call <laughs> calling somebody because it's so. I'm calling NASA. Right. You're that You're- meme of that guy on the phone where he's like, "No, we can't. We can't do this." That is that is what is in my heart. Honestly, <laughs> nine one fucking one. Exactly. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Christina oh walks God. out of that house and is like, no, ma'am. <laughs> You're like, actually, I have to make a call and I need to step outside to, to step do outside. it. I'm going to be right back. I do the same for that fucking piss bathroom, too. Oh I'd be like, 
I need to make a call. This feels unsafe. We can't do this. I'm saving you for your from your own UTIs. We're going <laughs> right now. Oof. Everybody's getting put in a home. <laughs> Things aren't right. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. So, um, <laughs> all right. Catherine meets her first husband, David Kellett, in 1973. They How does this person get a husband? I'm sorry. Well. How? We'll How? talk a little bit about that. It's when you watch like Doomsday Preppers and you're like, how? You just like, find another do doomsday have- prepper is what you find. I just, I can't. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. Um, she, There's a she, dog for every bed. By the way. You are right. Oh, there is a dog. Sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't doubt this. Continue. Mm. Catherine meets her first husband, David Kellett, in 1973 at the abattoir. Um, he had been friends with her brother. And so that's how they met kind of through mutual relationship. Um, they were married in 1974 on, on basically Catherine being like, hey, so... We're going to get married. And he's like, okay. Have you seen those stories in um, <laughs> the, our, wedding the wedding shaming group, group where they're like, I'm about to have a secret or I'm going about to have a surprise wedding. The guests and the groom don't know. And Ooh. I'm like, I'm sorry. Oh, the groom doesn't know. Like this can't oh. end well. Can no. you fucking imagine? No, no. Even I if can't. you're in a good relationship, if you oh, show up no. and they're like, surprise, it's our wedding day. No, no, <gasps> never do that. Never, oh. ever, ever do that. It's not that surprise. I mean, he does agree to it. I mean, he does agree to it. He's like, she was like, hey, we're going to get married. And he's like, it's uh, a bad okay. way to start a marriage. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Sounds good. It's that time in our lives, I guess, where you're 18. Better better go ahead and get you married off. So they do. Um, they're married in 1974. And on their wedding night, um, they had also been, David apparently had been drinking for two days straight before the wedding. As it's a good sign. Like yeah. you do. Mm-hmm. Like you do when mm-hmm. you're talked into getting married and yeah uh, i'm feeling real secure about it actually yeah the Mm -hmm. funny thing is too is if you see them together she's like almost a head taller than him but actually they're kind of cute together like it's weird because you're like you know how horrible this is turn all turns out right but she's she's taller than him and you can almost see that in the pattern that she creates for herself that she likes picking men who are maybe a little bit not as strong as her which is why I, I honestly think it was like some male figure that was abusing her. Well, obviously it was. I mean, she like, says she was abused by a male figure. Like oh, okay, she says yeah. she's sexually abused. She just says it wasn't her father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why she, she has to have she's, that power. There's clearly a power struggle. Something also, right. too. I mean, there's obvious mental issues, too, which come up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, On their wedding night, the actual evening that they're married, David wakes up to being strangled by Catherine. Ask me why. Why? Why? She explained it's because she was furious that they had only, that he had only performed three times on their wedding night. In this show, it was stated that her mother had said that she had had sex five times on their wedding night and she would not be outdone. By your mom? That is so fucking gross. Also, mom... Don't have this conversation with Why your fucking daughter. Why are you telling me that you had five times sex five times with my father? Ew. <gasps> yeah. Ew on every level. I don't like that. And also, not a reason to choke strangle out somebody? your... No? Nope. Yeah. So you don't... So you're not going to strangle Anthony if he doesn't perform five times oh, on your wedding Oh, for fuck's sake. Absolutely. Night. Look, listen. I'm going to be... you better game did, up. Did anyone prep? actually fuck on their wedding night? Aren't you tired? Uh, I didn't. I feel like... Not going to lie. I feel like we maybe did. And I'm going to say it was probably lackluster considering we were both 
pretty just exhausted. Well, I mean, tired. and here's the I thing: feel like, you, like I, I, we did to say we did kind of. I had this but conversation. Tired. Yeah, I had it's this conversation with our friends who I won't name on the podcast, where she was saying oh, right. how like they were like so tired. She fell asleep in the hallway of the um in the hallway You're of tired, the hotel. She's tired, and like when they went to bed, she was literally yeah they were drunk, and she yeah. was like literally like in and out real quick just to say we did it like she's yeah. like I, but we're not here to like actually have we're sex not do this. Yeah, yeah yeah because yeah, you're I, tired yeah. also i want you to get hard so you can put it in for one second and we're done yeah <laughs> in a- and out good night <laughs> no i was serious that's no, all that's it oh. no but the idea of like doing it three times that's after it. i'm the tired entire yeah. wedding no. day Dude, and if you only did yourself. it three times i'm gonna choke you <laughs> no you're gonna wake if you up fucked being me choked. three times i would choke you and just because once Again, who like, has tired. the time? Like, I mean, at least like American weddings, they go until like oh, it's all night. At, yeah. yeah, at least if, if you're at a wedding that ends early, it ends at like ten or eleven. Exactly. Yeah, if you're at a wedding that ends late, it ends at like one or oh, two. Yours is yeah. yours is two. Oh, yeah, for ours sure. is gonna end four. soups late, and yeah. so I'm like, who yeah, has wait. times for five? Like, who has time no. for five times? Do it the next morning in a loving, gentle way Ugh, and it's gross. gonna be amazing <laughs> cassie's like okay, absolutely not <laughs> and beautiful that's disgusting make that stop immediately <laughs> all right so yeah so she choked out her husband on their wedding night because he only performed three times um so this is gonna be a really good relationship so, great start to a marriage yeah. mm-hmm. honestly the best yeah. yeah well the the marriage was particularly violent and on one incident after david had returned home this is i mean this is just the beginning of the violence, even to the point where even Barbara, his mother-in-law, warned him and said, be careful with this one. She'll fucking kill you if you get out of line, basically. Okay. So that's her daughter. Yep. Honestly, like, I I take, you know, if I, I would take Chris. that really seriously. If somebody's yeah. mother was like, listen. Right. Parents are conditioned to see the best in their children yeah. in general. So if your parent, in general, I mean, there are exceptions, but like, if your parent is like, no, she like is actually dangerous. And yeah. she might like that's how I that's why I take it seriously too whenever like parents like turn their kids in for shit. Yeah. Because I'm like you have to be at a point where you're like Yeah. Someone told me that I'd have fucking Homer Simpson right through the bushes. Well, yeah, absolutely. We're moonwalking right out of here. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Well, on one particularly violent evening, um, David had returned home late from a darts tournament. Um Kathy was very pregnant at the time and he she was pissed she was he came home late from this event he said he was going out to have drinks with friends and do the start tournament the dart tournament ran late he came in the door and she fucking met his head with a skillet <gasps> oh my god a skull fracture sending him to the hospital for a week with a skull fracture oh my god when he returned home he had found all of his clothes had been built a skull shoes. fracture everything a had skull been fracture. burned <gasps> she fucking waited to fucking, exhaled him. yeah she burned. angela basseted the fuck out of his shit uh, police wanted to charge her, but um, she had convinced David not to press charges. So that's a crazy in love. I always find yes, that yep. like interesting whenever people are like, he's the typical abused. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah she's the typical abuser. Yes. Where they can convince you that like, no, it's fine. Yep. And you're like, oh, I just came home with a fucking skull fracture. Yep. But so okay, sad. I guess it's fine. And I have no clothes, no shoes, no belts, no everything I have. You've like, burnt. it's so sad. It's so sad. And you have convicted me convinced me it's okay 
It's, yeah, that's and exactly it doesn't what get, it is. Doesn't get talked about like for it's for men, thing. but it's, it's the same, the like, same mechanism. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is, and it's well, and a lot of these guys that you know people have talked to are like, "What brought kept bringing you back?" And here's the thing: there's a lot of this guys. The guys are like, "Well, she was great in bed." It had I, to be more than that. It though. has to be more than yeah. that. And yeah. I and I'm gonna say this as as because I do believe that I think that. I don't want to like toxic masculinity once again. But what I do want to say is that guys are very as much as women are are like, oh, I can't say that I'm being abused. A man being beat up by his wife. Why and why do you, would you keep going back? You're well, not strong enough to leave is going to be an extra layer of like, well, she had that good puss. Got to keep going back. Here's the thing about toxic masculinity. It's not about like every man being toxic. No, no, what, no, no. what it's about is about a system that creates this this Absolutely. problem because right. you how, we you're, should you're not we you should let a not woman beat you up right that's that's, that's a toxic that's system we shouldn't have a system where men feel like they can't come forward and say when they are being abused Absolutely. but we do because we have this idea that men always have to be super masculine super strong all the time right mm-hmm. and that's what the problem is that's what we're combating like yes. that's what we're fighting against we're not fighting against men we want we want you guys to feel like you can come forward yeah. in situations like this. If you want to cry at a movie, you should be able to fucking cry Absolutely. at a movie. Right. You should like, not and mean you're less a, masculine. Yeah, it doesn't threaten your masculinity. That's, that's like, what it is. You know, yes. that, that's what's so strange about it. And it makes so me... Much. <laughs> and it makes me so sad in situations like this because... Yeah. It, it probably did contribute to him allowing it to go on for so long. Right. Because exactly. how do you tell people that you're being abused by your wife? Yeah, you know, right. like... In a system that tells you that that is unmasculine and unacceptable, yeah. you know, you're going to let so your wife sad. do that to you. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. So um, that's just one of the many situations that comes about in 1976. Um, after the birth of their daughter, Melissa, David uh, decides to move to Queensland with another woman. He actually has gotten another woman pregnant and moves to Queensland with her. And because he's had enough. Yeah, he's had enough. He's like, this is a fucking enough. Um, the next day, the very next day after he she he moves to Queensland, she is seen in town wildly wielding the baby carriage down the main street. Police are called. She is literally. You, you got to take that baby. She David, is you got to take that baby with you. Swerving the cart all over the place like this baby carriage all over. She's wildly going down the street like a maniac. So people Imagine call the if police. that was your mom. So like, Christina called the police. Christina yeah, saw that shit. Christina I definitely did. And I was she like, was on the phone immediately. I was like no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Definitely, nine, I didn't nine, even nine, have or whatever cell they phones. use. In I actually Australia. had to walk to the phone booth at oh. that yeah, <laughs> at that year. Like, I was like, boop, I got boop, a quarter in my pocket. Put it in. Like a dime that, that's the time. your that's your special nine one one dime. Yeah, like that's the one you keep in your well, pocket yeah, for emergencies. There was no nine one one at the time. <laughs> oh yeah, right. or nine nine nine, whatever it was back then. Yeah, or there. Um, so she's walking through the main street. Police are called. She's arrested, but she's not sent to prison. She's sent to St. Elmo's, which is um, a... St. Like, Elmo's fire. Exactly. It's a St. Elmo's fire. <laughs> she it's a, she it's hangs a, out with Demi Moore. <laughs> it's a facility for um, like a, a, a mental health facility. Right. And she's diagnosed with postpartum. So they're like, she's clearly, she just had a baby. This must be postpartum. She's going to walk it off. It'll all be fine. <laughs> also, that's not how postpartum works at no. all. And, and uh, apparently after spending two weeks, they're like, you know what? 
You're fine. Fine. You're, fine. You're, You're fine. Soup's fine. We we fixed your depression in two weeks. It's fine. Like I want to know what they did to her if they it's, fixed her depression in two weeks. It's Can so I get fun some? That she literally, like very soon after that, takes uh Melissa, her two month old, and places her on a fuck her stroller on a railway track right before a coal train is due oh, to come no. through. Luckily, a local man who was foraging in the area spotted her Christina. and removed the yes, such Christina, a busybody. <laughs> was removed the stroller right before the train came, like literally oh right my before. God! So right after she drops this baby, yeah, you off legit on the train. tried to murder your baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent had full intention yep. on murdering your baby. Put the yeah. pram great right on the tracks. Walked away. In the meantime. She had stolen an axe and was running through the streets threatening people. She was once again sent to, guess where? St. Elmo's. St. Elmo's. Not prison. Not jail. St. Elmo's. Why? It's it's obvious that she's sick. Obviously. Yes. Obviously. So legitimately she is sick has been sick she needs to be time. treated i'm to fine treated, with that like but she, she has committing out the next day crime i'm sorry okay why All are right. you in a mental health facility that you can sign yourself out of the because next I, day i could almost get on board with being like okay yeah maybe she she needs treatment she needs clearly like she needs treatment however you need it's to be in my a, preferred i would say it was preferred if, if it was me i would say that she clearly needs help this is a preferred treatment yeah but to be able to sign yourself out the next well that's not because okay. you you need you, to be put you attempted like, murder there's a criminal element to it That's where right. it's just like you need to be involuntary like involuntarily committed right like where they decide when you get to be released and it should be longer than two weeks because right. i'm sorry it should definitely be longer than a goddamn day yeah, yeah. You, you can't like fix whatever this problem is that quickly and also why the fuck the first time i'm like okay two weeks and you just gave the baby back like it's fine <sighs> yeah god the fucking totally cool. 70s Right, exactly right. So, um, yeah, so, oh, Jesus. Um, shortly after when she was sent, uh, so she got out of, out of the signing herself out the next day. She goes, um, she goes to pick up her baby and, um, David finds out and he is like, you know what? She needs me. Yeah. Oh, good. That's good. Your, yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this is this is like the baby needs no. him right now. Oh no. no! You and I were on the same page. She, I, like, was like, I was like, I was like, he's oh, gonna great. come get that he's baby. He's gonna come get yeah. the baby because no. that is legit. No, that is no. legit. Fuck but Kathy. No. Kathy does need help because shortly after she's out of the facility again, she goes to a neighbor asking for help. Somebody who might be a coworker as well. They came over to her house. Um, saying basically she just like please come over I need you to help take me to the baby to the doctor when she when they get there the daughter one of the teenage daughters comes in helps her grab the baby Catherine slashes her in the face with one of her knives and demands to be take, taken to David's mother's house the, she's like fucking furious that he left her so he's like the fuck they are able to make it to a service stop station where they were able to contact police and police were able to disarm her. But again, David hears about this and he's like, I'm coming home. You need help. I'll be there for you. No, Don't no. You, you know worry. what? 
your baby needs help. Maybe take your baby. That's and, what I'm saying. And let Catherine do whatever Catherine needs to do. Right. Whatever right. Catherine does. So he returns to Aberdeen and she again was sent away to a psychiatric hospital release. Is there some kind of like three strikes rule about this? Like at some point, do you like what's going she on? Literally causes such a scene at this gas, the station, the service station that I mean, she uh, I saw reports where it said she held a child hostage, which on the show that I watched so many so, crimes. Yeah. So exactly. These are actual crimes. These are legitimate crimes when when i was listening to it the 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 interviews they the people that they interviewed had said that they were able to make the stop because they said they needed gas and they were she basically was holding this family hostage she said that they were able to let one of the children go because they had said he had asthma but then in some of the reports that i read it said that he she had actually taken this child hostage with a knife and that the police were able to disarm her with brooms so i'm not sure exactly with brooms (laughs) i'm sorry you just glossed right over that wow (laughs) i know because i'm not actually sure if that one's true because that's not the interview actually i mean it is a funny mental image all these things like like we said they're she's obviously really really sick but they, she's also committing crimes yes that's so my point where's the fucking accountability because that's that's what happens at least here it's like even if you are deemed like you're having a psychotic break when you commit crimes whilst on that psychotic break right yes you you're might still be criminally charged. you're still criminally charged so what the fuck is happening right with i the mean and, and you town? may be sentenced to a psychiatric facility but it, it's uh you still have to you, you have to like do your sentence in that facility. It's not as though you can just be like, oh, two weeks and we're good or I can sign myself out or like anything like that. That's what is wrong with your system. Spending, yeah. You're spending your actual sentence for your crime in right. the mental facility. Right. Yeah. That's what this what, is. And what is this? Like attempted murder. We're talking yeah. kidnapping. Yep. We're not talking about like destruction of property right. or whatever. Breaking and entering. Yeah. It's right. not that shit. You this, broke a window. Yeah. It's assault. Like, yeah. yeah. It's it's insane. Assault with a deadly weapon. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, like list them off. I mean, we could keep on. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't but think this anyone. this is our third trip to a no one in, facility. No one in this room would get that kind of like treatment. Not here. Yeah. No, hell no. And nor should we. No. Yeah. She is diagnosed, though, at the psychiatric hospital with a personality disorder um, and is released to David and her mother, who her mother, who she was who on her created way to the personality disorder. No, no, no. Oh, David's, David's mother. mother. Oh, she's on her way to fucking attack. Can you kill. imagine yeah. if that was like your son's like yeah. ex-wife? I'd be like, David, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. No. Yeah. So after the release, they went to pick up um, Melissa, the daughter from. Barbara and Ken. So yeah, these, that's a their parents. Oh, I am not letting staying. Barbara and Ken anywhere near my child. Yeah, Barbie Ugh. and Ken don't get. Oh my God, Barbie and Ken. <laughs> Just now, that's cute. No, <laughs> cute, but also not. Cute. You're like, yeah. cute, but I hate it. No. Um. So they go pick up Melissa at their house. Barbara comes out of the house, raring to go, and she fucking comes after David and attacking him blaming him for for Catherine's behavior and the fact that she had this basically you know, you know what that break. is that's projection because you should blame your fucking self for Catherine's behavior well, like true but that, proje- you would actually have to look at yourself yeah and, but you're you know, pro- you're projecting awake. onto poor david <laughs> so guess who doesn't like that Catherine she gets out of her fucking car and she punches her mom in the face <laughs> 
She's like, I guess Catherine's like, if anybody's going to be beating David, it's going to be me. <laughs> Bitch, back I on. mean, this would be like low key a situation where Christine and I are across the hall. Like, we're like, oh, we open the windows. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh. Looks like the neighbors are going at it. <laughs> Catherine just punched her mom in the face. <laughs> and she got knocked the fuck out. Um, yeah, so she's totally fine. Sounds like she's completely okay to be released from the psychiatric hospital. Clearly. Yeah. Violent. Yep. Sounds she, good. She went a whole hour without punching yeah. somebody? Cool. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, after more violence and a second child, they have a second child, Natasha, in 1980, <laughs> she decides to leave David in 1984. <laughs> She's like, you know what? I've had about enough of this relationship. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I only want you when you don't want me. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, well, he was on a truck run. Uh, truck run. He had been driving truck and he came back home to find her gone, basically. It was like, mm, deuces. Honestly, she ghosted. Be- she invented ghosting. She, best she thing did. that ever happened to best you, David. That, best thing that ever happened well, to you. Well, David's yeah. alive, so it was yeah, the best truly. thing that ever happened to him. He, right. She would have killed you. Yeah. yeah. He lived through that relationship. And that is a lot more than I can say about our future boyfriend. Right. In 1986, Kath met David Saunders. People called him Sandy. Another David. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, A few months into the relationship, he moved in with her and her daughters. Um, But jealousy soon started. She was very quick to be like, you're cheating on me and accusatory in the relationship. And on one night um, in May in 1987, Kathy took his dingo pup and slit his dingo pup's throat. On that, I'm going to take... A second. So I should have said trigger warning. I'm so sorry because that was, it was it's tough. I mean, like, yeah. honestly, Anytime this whole animals. story needed a trigger warning. And from this point forward, like, I mean, we've talked about child. I mean, yeah, this like is abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the worst. <laughs> the story is very wild. So she literally does this. She slits this dingo dog's throat just to prove a point that basically this is what she's capable of if he has an affair on her. Like, just to say, like, hey. Please tell me he left her right away. Oh, he doesn't. No. Oh, my fucking no, God. She's, oh, she's my got God. She's the magic pussy. In June of 1988, in fact, they have a daughter together. Her name's Sarah. Um, They buy a home together and move into this home when she's about six months old. After one particularly heated argument, she accuses David of having an affair. She took a hot iron. A hot, like, I'm ironing my clothes. I'm taking this hot iron smacks him across the face with it and stabs him in the stomach with scissors. <gasps> oh my God. Yep. He left to go into hiding after that because he was like, you can't just break up with her. I really want to talk looked- to the law enforcement uh, who were in charge because I'm just like, how many fucking crimes, how many people does she have to hurt? Oh, you right. want to get real pissed? Um, uh, you want to get real pissed? Because I, when I she know. does, when he does come out of hiding and comes to get his fucking daughter, Kath had actually put a protection order out against him. Wow. Wow. Who's in charge? I want to speak to your manager. <gasps> I was just going to fucking say that <laughs> right you're, now. You're definitely <laughs> not insane. using our customer service voices. No, I no, I, I honestly, I've got that Kate plus a haircut right now. Like this is the I'm thing, though. angry. This is the thing. This is we see this story all the time in the reverse, right? Where men control a relationship. She is literally it's kind of almost a quote unquote rule reversal where she right. is like she's like no honey we're gonna be fine this is gonna be great talks them back into the relationship 
fucking does it like, again. I feel like here if you get again. stabbed, it's a cycle with some scissors. No, and, and you go and tell somebody that was it. maybe they should do something at that point. She, they stabbed you with scissors. Yeah. He 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 was he was done after that one. Oh my yeah, God. a fucking hot iron to the face, oh bitch! You God. can fucking get the right the fuck out of here. In 1990, though, um, she she gives up on this relationship with him because she's already got her sights set on another guy. This guy is lucky guy. Yep, John Chillingsworth. Um, they're only together, and she Kathy ends up having her fourth child with him, a son. Um, they're only together for, like I said, three years before she leaves him because once again, she's got her sight, I sight set on another guy. There's yeah, multiple she, relationship she can issues leave with that people, yeah. but they can't leave her. That's so, so the tally, right. we're up to four kids. Yes. She's yeah. Cool. That's, children. That's the saddest three daughters part. and one son. And in this relationship, she has actually been having an affair already with a guy named John Price. Everyone calls him Pricey. Pricey was the father of three, um, of three, two of which had lived with him, his youngest daughter living with his ex-wife. Kathy joined them in their home. Somewhat, it feels like uninvited, but like also kind of like, hey, I lives here now. Oh, no. <laughs> mine's now. Here, mine's now. Um, in 1995, it is well stated though that many people knew like this in Aberdeen is not a large city it's it's a town where like people know things their reputation has gotten around this family has is well known like not only her but like her family everyone knows about this family well listen if I lived in a small town and you've got the crazy lady who like stabs people and fractures skulls and leaves their strollers on on train train tracks tracks. like I I feel like we would know yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, John had worked at the local mines and had been working um and making really good money. In 1998, they had actually a, a terrible fight because John refused to marry her. He's like, I'm not remar- marrying you. And and uh, then she ended up finding her his will. And in the will, he left everything to his children and his ex-wife, whom he had still, I guess, somewhat kind of had feelings for, but never had any like ill will toward and was like, I'm leaving everything to my family. Right. My children are young. They're, she's the one who's going to need it. Like, this is where my money is going to go. The absolutely correct Place. and noble thing to do. A hundred percent. Well, she doesn't like this very much. In fact, she ends up getting a video recorder and videos evidence of, quote, stolen kits in his house. He had dug into the trash bins at his work and got an out old expired first aid kits from his job. Yes, I remember this part from now. his workplace. Yes. This is so, so and fucked. it's so fucked up that even he is one he is literally known as one of the best workers. His boss is absolutely just verklempt in the fact that he has to fucking let his him go. He's yeah. very upset. He's like it he but he has to because it's company policy. Yep. Because technically technically it is stolen goods even though it was trash it was stolen off the property and because of this he loses his job and not only does he lose his job he loses his fucking pension everything he's worked for so you would think i hate her so much this would be the end and he does go home and he kicks her out of his fucking house he's like get the fuck out only a few months later though they're reunited I mean, honestly, the fuck. 
I just I'm I'm fascinated. I know. I'm fascinated by people like this because yep. I'm just like, man, I feel like I I it's, would it's really difficult though and I want to be cautious before we we get too far into the whole like how could they how could yeah, they go back and stuff oh, like no, that. No, oh, not, yeah. not, not, not not to shame people that that do spend years in abusive relationships because mm-hmm. none of us have been I'm not abused, talking about him. Luckily. What I'm what I'm talking about is I'm fascinated by people like Catherine Knight that can con- that have that kind of the magnetism yeah. Yeah. that can convince people to come back to them over and over again. It is a I'm power. not faulting I'm not faulting the person who's being abused because right. there's very clearly the other person yeah. has some kind of hold and magnetism and I don't know what that is. And I yeah, find that fascinating. Legitimately, she's legitimately crazy. Yes, yeah. and you everyone know, and knows like, it. And everyone knows it and she still has no problem like getting... It's like Black Widows are the same thing. Like it's 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 fascinating to me yeah. because I'm just like, I don't... You have some kind of charm and charisma There's a that I have There's a pull. no idea about like i don't understand how you are able to be that way like it's insane to me like yeah yeah i don't know it is it's really difficult to understand but it happens to a lot of people because it does it turns it into the cycle where because you've seen the good person and so all you can ever hope for is to see that good person again yeah you know, it's with any abuser in any part of your life in any situation. In when which it's we're good, like, it must be good. Right. You well, know, like, or thing. you feel like it's very, it very good. It has to be. It has yeah. to be that extreme because the good's got to be amazing. Right. For, for you to deal with that much bad. Yeah. You know? Um, so anyway, Kath found uh, John's will, like I said, went through all that. Um, on she he ends up deciding to go back to her at this time and her, even his friends were like i can't believe you would go back to this woman what if that was your like, dad can and you imagine the, like I trying know. to convince her, your dad that like her, dad. Yeah, her kids were literally being interviewed and they were talking about this and it just or his so, kids his kids were yeah. being interviewed and it was heartbreaking to hear them because you story. you know when you see yeah. your parent you're just like you know well and they were young so they really even thought they were like they didn't really i don't know the gravity know if they knew the gravity of the situation at the time right. and it, and what to the levels of what was happening. Um, so uh, more and more fights happen. At one point she becomes furious and this leads to um, again, more fights in February of 2000. One of these fights led to Keith or Kath stabbing John in the chest, in the chest, February 29th of that year, John made, um, made a stop at the magistrate court, um, he obtained a restraining order to protect himself and his children. He even told co-workers that if he did not return to work, it was Kath likely murdered him. Oh my his co-workers God. begged him not to return home. He said that if he didn't, he worried what would, might happen to his children. John gets home that evening to an empty house. Uh, Kath had sent the children away to have sleepovers at other homes. So he came home to an empty house. He had had dinner apparently with neighbors Ed went to bed. Kath had um, earlier that day bought a black negligee um, and came home to find John in bed. She woke him up for sex. The next morning, neighbors had saw seen that his vehicle was still in the driveway and worried about why he wasn't at work. Coworkers were also concerned as he is the first person usually to show up at work. And they were like, he's not here. Where the fuck is he? Immediately concerned. Police arrived at the house. Um, the police show up, they open the mail slot and they look in and they see what they think is a curtain hanging inside. And when they go inside, 
one of the, the officers says he touches the curtain and he pulls his hand away because he thinks the curtain's wet and finds that his hand is covered in blood. Because this is not a fucking curtain. This is the skin of John. I'm so fucking grossed he out. He <laughs> is completely skinned. They find on the dinner table there are two prepared meals, meals made with the meat of John. Because don't forget, Pretty. she worked in a fucking slaughterhouse. And she right. knows how to do this shit. Is so I knew it was they, coming, and I was still like, I know. about to throw up. It's they so gross. Open up a like stew pot on the stove, and John's head is inside the stew pot. Imagine being the people who found this. Like they said, you will never, ever, ever be the same. Yeah, like yeah. you are ruined for the rest of your life. Like oh my god. They they the police said that they were not in any way prepared for what they saw. They said that how could you? you can't. How could you prepare? You can't. They said this was the absolute, and they are traumatized by this. One of the um, police officers had said he was like, "I couldn't even eat meat for like literally months afterwards." It makes me want to stop eating meat right now. Like well, I'm yeah. like, oh my god, that's so fucking gross. The only only other person that went even partly that far. I mean, you're you're the only two that I can think of: Gein. Jeffrey Dahmer, Dahmer. Ed and Ed Gein. Ed Gein. Oh, and um. Ed Kemper. And you know, he I'm, decapitated. He didn't oh, that's eat, right. but he decapitated but and raped. Yeah, but Ed. I mean any any person anybody like there's a there was a good Jeffrey Dahmer documentary where they talked to a lot of the people who found that stuff. And any of those people like if you open a fridge and there's like body parts inside, like you are never the same. You're no, never the same. You, you know, I like, can't. Yeah. No. How? But these prepared meals were put on the table with placards in front of them for his children. I mean, can you fucking even fathom? They found Kathy asleep in the bedroom. She had taken a handful of pills, nothing near enough to actually kill herself. And they pumped her stomach. She, when she ended up going to the the police station, she was like, I don't remember anything and was, you know, claimed not guilty, but did end up switching to a guilty. Um, oh, um, when she finally yeah. realized that she was going to have to actually have consequences for her actions. Cause oh, up yeah. until for this point, first time ever she really hasn't. Life. So exactly. she probably did think that she could like talk yeah. her way out of this. Like, she you know, she did try to, I think, commit, say that she was not sane for trial. They did find her competent, of course, and she was found guilty. And she is the first woman to receive a penalty of a life sentence with no parole, no chance of parole. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and you She's, see, it's not safe for her to be. It's this kind of thing no. that frustrates me because people think that people who kill people are insane. And I'm like, she's not insane. Like, she's she's got problems, like major problems that needed to be dealt with. But she absolutely knew what she was doing well, and made a decision to do that absolutely. thing. Absolutely. And the, I think the argument can be said that there's a lot of people with personality disorder. There's a lot of people who've had... Don't do that. ...who've had postpartum. There's a lot of people who've had a lot of these things that mm -hmm. she's been diagnosed with who do not do the absolutely. things that she has I'm, done. I'm close to somebody that actually had both of those. Yeah. And... It has never, never killed anybody at, or stabbed people with yeah. scissors or put a baby on a train or so. hit somebody in the face with a yeah. iron or, yeah, right. or a frying pan. Skilling. Yeah. Skillet. Exactly. So that's, yeah, that's, that's definitely, you know, it's, it's not an excuse. I mean, it's just like, it's I part of the puzzle. It's part of I the understand puzzle. that. But like at the same time, 
this whole like idea that you have to be like, this is what's causing this thing. Yeah. It's like, no, nope, there's other things involved in there because there is a definition for criminal mm. insanity. Yeah. She doesn't fit Criminally that definition. Insane. Absolutely. Yeah. She doesn't fit that definition because she knew exactly what she was doing when she did it. And like, you can't convince me otherwise. Yeah. Well, the is that she clearly was, it was premeditated. Right. Yeah. You know? Yes. And if, if you write out the names of his children and put them next to it, then you know what you're doing. You're not in a moment of insanity. Like, oh, it's a it's a rage. It's a rage that we can't possibly understand yeah. predicated upon years and years of every single thing not working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Everybody that should have stopped that fucking crazy train in its tracks. Yeah. Literally, every adult, like every, every system, single everything, system, everything. Yeah. It, everything. It, it let it go on. It's yeah. In, yeah. it's it's. That's the thing about this story that is so crazy is yeah. that it feels like it was preventable because it, yes. there were there were so many you know with Jeffrey Dahmer if there weren't David as many had literally right. just press charges. If, but any, even if he know, had, if, who knows yeah. if they would have even done anything That's because true. she she was caught having stabbed people. She was caught yeah. having tried to kill her baby. She was caught trying to like do all these Kidnapping. things, and it didn't, matter. it didn't matter. So it's kind of like even if he had pressed charges, like do we have any confidence that? It actually exactly. would have been taken care of. Right. Like, oh, that's so true. You know, it's insane. It's it's just like and, that's yeah. The thing and about I don't want to fix and blame David on that. That Correct. that came off a little bit. Yeah, like I was yeah. Blaming no, him but not I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. any one thing had been different, yeah, right. Yeah. And that's I think where yeah. we're at is just if one tiny little thing. Yeah. So anyway, I know it's a very fucking incredibly heavy story. I was fascinated by it. it is I literally knew nothing about it. I was. I, you guys are way more true crime savvy than I am. So. Oh my gosh. You've never seen anything about Catherine Knight? It's no. like the first thing that always comes up on my YouTube. Yeah. Like every time. <laughs> Do you want to watch this video? And the I'm Born like, to Kill on like, it is, is very good. Like, Shit, I yeah. wish I'd watched that. Yeah. No. I mean, what you watch is probably better, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, like, this story is so insane it's, and largely because of that, largely because you're like, this didn't need to happen like this. Like, it's, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Preventable. Yeah. Preventable. Crazy. Like well, you, you do. Crazy in love. It is mm-hmm. absolutely because yeah, she had to have had some kind of pull on these on these yeah. men. Well, these people. I think these men, in their own way, were all in love with her. Absolutely yeah, for sure. Absolutely. To, to keep coming back. Why can, would you? They stick can around. talk about how good the puss was at the end of the day. But it was there's more than something that. stronger than than there's yeah, there's good, good sex all over yeah. the place. So she had to have been offering you something else that you Absolutely. felt like you needed. You're having your needs met in another way, you know. And that's yeah. that's whew. it's just it's sad across the board. At any rate, wild story. Yeah, definitely ready to get my mind off of that stat. Well, so I, what are you guys I, watching? I'm not watching anything, but I did download uh, John Douglas's new book. Ooh, is it good? It's really good so far i've read i've read all of his stuff since mind hunter yeah like and i was like a baby when i had that book and was like obsessed with it but yeah his latest uh latest book is called the killer across the table and i like the way that four crimes like from somebody that killed one person to somebody that killed almost a (gasps) hundred and like just yeah bikes wow his books are just fascinating yeah i get i get the feeling from the, what I know about his his career and him, Did you just want to have dinner with him. Yeah, he is kind of a lot like his mind hunter um, counterpart, Jonathan Groff. Got that? Yeah, Groffy thing. Where, going where on? he's like a little bit a little bit arrogant and thinks he's he's right, and 
maybe a little grandiose yeah. in his contribution he to this. He's like, I, I created I this department. Say. And it's like, actually, the department existed. Other people invented this. You came into it and you so contributed. He, he low-key would be annoying, but also would definitely have dinner with him. For Absolutely. sure. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to like sit and like talk to him. Yeah. But yeah, he's, his books are great and they're so entertaining. So I can't recommend them enough. Like if you're into true crime, read read Mindhunter, the crime classification manual. There's, there's one that he um, wrote a few years ago that I think it's called The Crimes That Haunt Us, where he he actually profiled the the John Benet Ramsey case. Really? Yeah, and you can see who he thinks did it. Oh shit! I his like opinion. That. I want to know who did it. It's a great is book. It Burke? I loved it. It's Burke, so, isn't it? It's so, damn it! It's Burke. I'm, I'm hashtag not, Burke. Did I'm not gonna no spoiler Burke. alerts. Get that. Get that book because there's a few the other cases that us? in there too. The is? crimes that haunt All us. Right. Yeah, oh, shit. It's on Amazon. I think it's only like um. Oh, actually, you can go to Audible. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag my worst date, and you can sign up. They do have the audiobook for that. Oh. Like, I did not mean to plug that, but it is a good but plug. Do it, but yeah, for sure. Legit. Um, I haven't been watching things. I've been very busy. My brother's in town. Um, but you know what I've watched twice now is the trailer for the new Joker movie. Oh, really? I it looks... did not think I was going to be. I'm like, oh, fucking Jesus. Another Joaquin, origin right? story. Yeah, it, it's Joaquin. And I was like, when I heard they were doing another Joker movie, I'm like, how many fucking yeah. movies do we need? It looks but, dark but, as fuck. Oh, Shit, I'm going to have to watch that. Oh, okay. dear. It looks V good. It like, really does. Honestly, Joaquin looks like... You know, I, I heard this on the Daily Zeitgeist, so I can't I can't take like um, ownership of this. But what they said was like, whereas you feel like the Joker got into like Heath Ledger's head in that like dark way. Yeah. It almost feels like Joaquin is getting in the Joker's head in a dark oh, way. Like he's going to do like dark things to the Joker because Ooh. like it feels so like it feels so uh, uncomfortable it feels very tragic yes it, it feels, feels very tragic. tragic it feels like this is the creation of a villain like he did it in such a good good way i'm excited um, i gotta see this trailer yeah, yeah. i'm excited yeah i'm excited, yeah, uh, I'm excited to see that movie now and i didn't think i was gonna be yeah. i was like i'm fucking sick of this like you know i've seen so many of these like dc and marvel movies i'm, I'm good but yeah it looks good. This it it make it reminds me of the Christopher Nolan Batman's, and that's Perfect. what I needed. I needed Perfect. it to be like dark and gritty and real. I just need Christopher like, Nolan to take over DC. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Christopher Nolan's not directing this, but it still looks. It's got the vibe. It's, yeah, yeah. Got the vibe. It's got the feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Where are you? Uh, sh- I have been literally. I've been in Washington D.C. all weekend. Well, weekend plus like Thursday through Wednesday. So I haven't done shit for shit. So I haven't watched a movie. I haven't. I have been. That's not true. I have been catching up finally on Marcella. Did you oh. guys watch that? Uh, I haven't watched it, but oh, I've heard oh, of it. I watched the first season. It's good. I'm on the second season. Yeah, I watched I the first the season. I think the second season might better. be better. <gasps> oh, I got to watch it then. really fucking Mar- Marcella, good. Marcella, the things. first season was very good. I, I hesitated on that because I'm like, Marcella, because it's spelled like Marcella. Well, but, but, that, they, but the way they say her I name is Marcella. I worked with a girl named Marcella, and that's how she spelled it. Right, so right. I'm but when you said that, that in my head, I was like, what is that? Yeah. Is it like Coachella? Is it like Baychella? It's uh, it's Marcella. But yeah, it's spelled like Marcella. And it's on on Netflix. Netflix if you like oh it's British good. crime procedurals which I'm kind of hit or miss on um but because I'm still currently unemployed um I'm like I need something to binge that 
won't affect Chris's binging. Have so. you seen Have you seen Broadchurch? Broadchurch for the win. Ooh, I haven't. And it's, it's I gotta so say, good. I am not. I'm not a British procedurals person. But if you like Marcella, mm. okay, you will like Broadchurch. Broadchurch is. I'll give it two episodes. So after good. After Marcella, the first season especially. Okay. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I Chris watched it already, so it will again not affect his yeah, binging. Exactly. He loves. Loves, loves, loves a procedural. Yeah. And he loves a British procedural. He loves anything like that. That's not really funny enough. I feel like I'm the least true crime of the group. I love it mm-hmm. in doses, but I love a comedy in action. Mm-hmm. Comedy mm-hmm. in action is where I live. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I did see recently that my brother made me watch? Deadpool 2. Oh, it's cute. And I hadn't seen it. It's and good. actually pretty good. It's, it's funny. funny if you want like an action movie that's going to make you laugh. Deadpool comedy, comedy action. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's good. Well, cool. If you have any suggestions of things we should read, uh, things we should watch, if you have bad date stories or anything at all, go to our one-stop shop of a website at myworstdatepodcast.com. And we thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Cheers. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.